There's a way in here, so there's got to be a way out. Do you think they'd go to all the trouble to build this thing if we could just walk out? The whole point of it seems to me that the cube can be whatever you want it to be. If you were a nihilist and believe that life is meaningless, it can be that. Or you can believe that the government did it, or you can believe that an eccentric rich guy did it. Would you agree, or do you have a particular reading of it? Well, I don't know. I, I think I do have a particular reading of it, although I suspect heavily inflected by other things I've been thinking about recently, and which, which we were just talking about at the start of the conversation. I'll just say the fact that like the cop character is the bad guy in the film is the one dimension of the plot where Natalie really kind of puts his cards on the table. You know, he's he's an anti-authoritarian. He's for uh, communal solidarity. Yeah, and, and cooperation, right? Because yeah. if they'd have just tried to figure things out at the start and all work together using their different skills, they would have had a better outcome and at least, you know, a few more of them might have made it out or all of them might have even made it out. I think that message is pretty indisputable. But I think my interpretation of the movie is a kind of synthesis of of the two poles of possibility we were discussing earlier. So pole number one being that the cube is a passive system and pole number two that it's been designed for a specific purpose. I think I come down somewhere in between. I mean, look, the, the cube, it can't be a passive system entirely. Taken holistically, the cube cannot ultimately be a passive system because there's too much complexity to it. The clearly, cube clearly shows evidence of design. I mean, it's such a complicated system that there's a mathematical, a discernible mathematical formula that governs uh, how it's put together, how it operates. Also, the very idea of putting booby traps into a room, like that's an ideological decision. That's saying this room is going to kill someone. Yeah, there's something like deeply sadistic about it. The cube is designed to torture people like it does have a purpose but on the other hand the only thing the film tells us about how it was designed uh, does suggest that there's a passive element to this as well right worth we learn worked on the shell but he doesn't even really know who you know he worked on the exterior of it um, and he knows things about it like he knows basic dimensions and things like that you know which leads to further questions because Levin needs the dimensions to actually figure out how the cube works to figure out how many rooms are in it and things like that so clearly the people are not randomly selected either right they've Hmm. been put in here for a purpose too but at the end of the day Worth doesn't know much about the cube as a whole you know he's like you know a subcontractor of a subcontractor he doesn't know where the cube is he doesn't really know anything about you know he and why did he why was he involved in it well uh, it was a job so I'm coming to my sort of galactic brain you know reading of the movie which I'm not saying is the director's exact intent it's you know similar to the kind of readings I've given to films like true lies or whatever where it's like are we what gonna is... hear the phrase end of history in this <laughs> <laughs> fortunately this time that does not factor into my interpretation but i think the best reading of the film is that this is a film about ideology and the way it functions right this is a film about ideology and the way that it functions <laughs> right exactly pure pure ideology Because the genius of ideology, right, or or the dynamism of ideology comes in the way that it can make people do things and think a certain way without them even realizing it. Without realizing that there are any kind of uh, normative assumptions or any kind of deeper worldview built into what they're doing, right? That is the greatest symptom of a hegemonic ideology, right, is that people don't recognize that it's hegemonic. This is how a lot of people, and particularly people in kind of, uh, you know, the elite strata of our own society, this is their relationship to neoliberalism today, right? 
right? It's not a system. It's not a political project. It's just reality. You can't see outside of it. What's outside of the cube? Nothing. Nothing. I don't know. There is no outside of the cube. The cube is everything. Outside of the cube is just nothingness. Outside of the cube is ideology to these people, right? To every centrist, you know, wonk or every like passive uh, Democratic primary voter that goes to vote for <laughs> Pete Buttigieg or whatever. It's like... <laughs> that's actually the actual meaning of the film. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's he, right. Yeah. He saw the coming of Pete Buttigieg 20 years before. The, yeah, the writer was very prescient. Um, <laughs> but so what, what I'm coming to here is I think the cube can be both part of a passive process and something that's actively designed, right?